Lord sort of started dealing with us on this week a little bit. And this, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how to preach, but I know when the Lord lays a few things on our heart, and if we don't do nothing but just maybe read some of this tonight, and that'll be well. But, uh, but over here in the book of Isaiah, uh, in the 46th chapter of the book of Isaiah, just a few thoughts and and I've actually I've preached from the forty fifth chapter here before. I don't know that I've ever preached any from the forty sixth chapter, but uh, just some of the thoughts maybe uh, we've had before, but just seemed like the Lord maybe kind of expounded on them. I guess you'd say, and just kind of opened them up a little more to the the thoughts there. But uh, but but I, I may read this whole chapter here. It's only like thirteen verses, but. Uh, the 46th chapter of the book of Isaiah. <clears throat> it says, Baal boweth down, Nebo stoopeth. Their idols were upon the beasts and upon the cattle. Your carriages were heavy loaded. They are burden. They are a burden to the weary beasts. They stoop. They bow down together. They could not deliver the burden, but themselves are gone into captivity. Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. And even, and even to your old age, I am he. And even to whore hairs will I carry you. I have made and I will bear. Even I will carry and will deliver you. To whom will ye liken me and make me equal and compare me that we may be like? They lavish gold out of the bag and weigh silver in the balance and hire a goldsmith and he maketh it a god. They fall down, yea, they worship. They bear him up, they bear him upon the shoulder. They carry him and set him in his place. And he standeth. For his place shall not, shall he not, from his place shall he not be, not removed. Yea, one shall cry unto him, yet can he not answer? Nor save him out of his trouble. Remember this. And show yourselves men. Bring it again to mind. O ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God. And there is none else. I am God. And there is none like me. Declaring the end of the beginning. Declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executeth my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed in, I have purposed it. I will also do it. Hearken unto me, ye, ye stout-hearted 
that are far from righteousness, I bring near my righteousness. It shall not be far off. And my salvation shall not tarry. And I will place salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory. And you think here in this particular scripture, uh, he's, he's telling to them about their gods they've been serving. He's telling to them about all these old idol things that they've been worshiping. And he's telling them, you look unto them things, they, they've not delivered not one of them. They've not, they've not brought anybody out of the captivity. They was unable to do anything. He said, you take your gold out of the bag. And he said, you take it to the goldsmith and you have him make your God. Then you have to take your God. You have to stand your God up. Then you cry to your God and you get no answer. And he's telling them in that, he says, when you're going through your transgressions, you remember these gods that you cried to that couldn't answer and, and I got to thinking on that this, this week a little bit as I was reading through Isaiah some. And, and, and if you back up, you can read some good stuff in that 45th too. But, but, but I thought about in this as he come on down there into about that 8th verse. He said, remember this and show yourselves men. Bring it again to mind, O ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God. And there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. You know, when we get down into our, 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 our hardest times in life, we get to going through our trials, Tony, and, and, and we get to going through all these things that, 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 that afflicts us in life. And we go to turn into every other thing in this world. Why don't we remember? Remember something. Did this world ever deliver you before? Did the things of this world ever, ever deliver you? I know some of the stuff we preached on this morning. About the things of the world and, and, and man trying to get his deliverance through that. You you think about all the pleasures of this life and did they ever deliver your soul? Did they ever deliver you from your problem? We better remember who our God is. I've been thinking on that a lot lately. Just in a lot of situations, there's no God like Him. There's none like Him. There's not a deliverer like Him, Daniel. And if we truly ever get our heart and our eyes focused on that, you think about every other thing you've ever put your trust in. Has it ever delivered? I mean, you think we've got a lot of different gods, Mark, that's filled up in our life. And, and, and you think, I thought about the Scripture over there, and I think the 115th Psalm, where it talks about the gods that they set up and said they had eyes, but they couldn't see. They had nose, but they couldn't smell. They had ears, but they couldn't hear. I want you to think about the God we've got, Aiden. All these other things in life, Daniel, they can't see your problems. They can't hear your problems. They can't deliver you from your afflictions. All the things we put our trust in that we call out on, we'll call on our own strength sometimes. We'll call on our own selves, thinking we're strong enough to get through our problems. Sure, we'll make them we're big enough that we can overcome. Oh, well, we, we, we call on our dollar. We think it'll deliver us when we get in trouble. But you think about all the things of this world, they ain't never been able to deliver, Tommy. But I want you to think about my God. I thought as I got to going through this, I thought about all them little old booters and all the stuff you got. People got them little dolls set up in their house and they're still worshiping that thing. Uh, they're worshiping Muhammad. They're worshiping all these other different gods that was just men that died. And somewhere they still lay somewhere. And they wasn't nothing to them. 
They can't deliver. But I wasn't thinking about all that right there. I thought about something. All them different gods that was unable to deliver. And I got to think about my God then. I got to thinking about my God. You go back to the beginning of this thing and you get to think how we deserve death in the beginning from sin in our life. The God that created all things. The God that spoke it into existence as we said this morning breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils and he became a living soul. The very God of heaven made a way that we could get out of what we got ourselves into. We got ourselves into a situation that we deserved death, we deserved hell, and the God of heaven, that's a real God. You know these other gods, they, they require sacrifice, they require a whole lot of things and, and different different things of that nature. My God became the sacrifice. And I thought about the third chapter of John. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son to Him. That whosoever would could come and receive salvation everlasting life through the blood of his darling son. What kind of love is that right there? That's a love that me and you can't understand. That's a real God. He brought deliverance to his people through his own son. Through the life of his own son, he brought deliverance to us. There's no comfort in the things of this world. There's no peace in the things of this world because there's no deliverance in these things. I go back to when I got saved. I'm going to use back there talking about five years ago today when you got under conviction up there. And I go back and I think about that. I didn't even deserve for Him to convict my soul and even, even give me a chance at salvation. I didn't deserve it, but he did. He come by and he showed me. We are talking about the prayer room. You ain't going to get saved or you get lost. I didn't deserve him to show me what I was. I didn't deserve him to tell me there's a way out of where you're at. But he did. There ain't none of these other gods that can deliver because they ain't got no life through them. They ain't got no love through them. There's something that's conjured up by man, by man's hands. And say, well, I ain't got no golden images set up in my house. We've got our own little gods in our life. We've got our own things we worship and that we follow. But he said, remember the former things of old, for I am God. And there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, these things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. You see these people here come under captivity over in Babylon. They worshiped every other God, every other thing in this world, and they got themselves down in the mess they got in. But God often He delivered, even at that. It's the same as us. 
We've got ourselves in the mess that we're in. But there's deliverance in God. There's not even a way to describe that love. Not a way to describe it. But what peace there is down in our soul when we have it. I thought about how, how in this life, and, 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 and the peace that's just seemed like that God has given me in, in the last little while and the comfort in my soul. I, I'll be honest, and I've told you for the, for it seemed like the past couple of years, I, there's been some struggles went on in my life. I've got probably as low as I've ever been. I've been, I've struggled with a whole lot of things I never thought I'd have problems with in my, in my mind and in my life. And through every bit of it, the Lord let me go through them low places. God let me struggle in them places. And you know what He's been doing? He's been showing me. Remember, they ain't no God like me. Remember, you ain't strong enough. Remember, you ain't got enough in you to do what I can. There's none else like me. I am God. God's been doing that in my life. He's been renewing some things. He's been bringing back to remembrance. It ain't you that he writes. It's been me all these years. I'm the one that's God. But Rich, you've been trying to get on there and call yourself God. No, but I'll tell you what. My old natural self, sometimes I think, what have I got to do to fix this? What have I got to do to make it right? I told you the other Sunday, I preached it because the Lord gave it to me. He said to be still and know that I am God. There's a lot of times I get to want to move early and I get to want to do. I used to tell them boys work with me. I said, I ain't going to talk about it. I'm going to get her done. Kind of guy. I like to just jump in there and get her done. Quit talking about how we're going to do it. Get her done. Do you want to know what I got to do? I got to let me get her done and eat, and I got to get in here and let God do His work. It ain't my place to do it. It's His. I can remember what I could do before Him. He's been showing me. You'll get low, you'll get, you'll get down, you'll get discouraged. He says, I'll deliver. Ain't it good when you can get encouraged in your God? The best way to get discouraged is to get your eyes off of God. You're just seeing all the trouble and all the cares and all the worries and all the impossibilities. What did you read this morning? We've got to believe. We've got to have faith. Faith in who? Faith in God. Not faith in Dean, not faith in yourself, but faith in God. He's the one that'll deliver. He's the one that'll overcome. I'll read it again. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Don't you listen to something? As I was reading through Isaiah, it, just even, it, it, it brought me right over here, and it's a very familiar, we read it all the time, the 53rd chapter. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. 
He hath no form nor comeliness, and when he shall see him, there when ye when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did not esteem him stricken. Yet we yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid it on him, the iniquity of us all. You know what we've all done in our life? We've astray. We've turned ourselves from the delivering God that gave us victory. And what have we done, Daniel? We've turned back up our own ways. We're trying to solve our own problems. We're trying to fix our own messes. We've not esteemed Him. We've not valued Him like He should be valued. You know how to win our victories? Get out of the way and let God be God. Hit our knees and trust Him with whatever we've got going on. Quit trying to fix it and just start worshiping. Quit trying to conquer and let Him conquer. You can back right up in that 45th. Listen. In about the 21st, he said, Tell ye, and bring them near, yet let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord, and there is no God else besides me, a just God and a Savior? There is none beside me. Look unto me, and be ye saved. All the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. Why are we looking to anything else? What else is there to look to? There's no deliverance in any other God. There's no deliverance in any other thing. You want to be comforted? In this world, you want to find peace? I think there's another scripture the Lord laid on my heart I thought about. Over in Thessalonians. I think about this scripture a lot of times. In the fourth chapter of Thessalonians. You think you think when you get discouraged. And it's just like what we were preaching this morning. About having a possession. That's ours. Having something that we're, we're, we're headed to. And we're, we're looking towards. That's ours. If 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 if, if somebody if somebody had promised you, Mark, I, I, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars, but I'll get to you next week. And they told you that for ten years, and you've never seen that hundred dollars. You ain't going to believe that, are you? That's just another old something saying. My God promised deliverance, and you won't find the time that He ain't never delivered what He promised. 
You won't find a time when he ain't, that he ain't come through when he said he would. He said, one of these days he's coming to get us. He said, one of these days I'll deliver you from your sorrows. There's a whole lot of other gods in this life that's promised me. Man. There's a whole lot of other things that has promised me. Happiness, promised me hope. And never delivered my God, he never let me down. You want comfort? Listen. In the 16th verse of that 4th chapter of 1 Thessalonians, he says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of, an archangel, of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then shall we which are alive and remain then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I've got comfort in that, Cheryl. I've got hope in that. Why? Because God said one of these days, I'm coming to get you. He made a promise. He said we could comfort one another with these words. Church, if you're born again, one of these days you get delivered. There's not another God that is God. There's not another uh, uh, person that can make you a promise. And he comes through. But God. You just have to bear with me. I, that, that verse, I want it to get through to, to you. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Hearken, you go down that 12th verse. He said, hearken unto me, ye stout-hearted, that are far from righteousness. Some, that, that word means stubborn. They some stubborn people who just ain't going to believe God. But he's saying hearken unto you. We need to remember. We, 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 it's, been, it's been getting preached and it's got preached a lot. We need to get back to our own path. Our old ways. What is that? Believe God. We ain't gonna start wearing open halls and bonnets in here. Riding horses. We ain't gotta get back to, to acting like the old people in them ways. But you know what they used to do, Tony? Darlene, they believed in the God they prayed to. Yeah, they trusted in the God they served. And they knew there wasn't another God. They didn't lean under their own understanding, under their own ways. In all their ways, they acknowledged him. And he directed their paths. That's what we you've got to do. Don't lean under our ways, our thoughts. Because you know why? Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. But trust him. To look upon this way, just like it said there in that, there was no comeliness. There was nothing about, about him that's attractive to this world. There's nothing about Jesus 
to my flesh that's attractive. In your flesh, it'll look and it'll say, it'll, it'll tell you, oh, that's too restrictive. That's too hard to try to live like that. Enjoy. We live in a world today that it just wants to enjoy the flesh. Just wants to, don't, don't burden me down with, with guidelines, rules, and, and laws. Don't burden me down with them things. I just want to be free. I want to be what I want to be. I want to do what I want to do. And I want you to look at what a mess it's got sitting there. Bible tells us not to remove the old landmarks. They some boundaries set up for reasons in our lives. They some things we ain't supposed to get outside of in our lives. We got to remember who our God is. We got to remember there's not a God like you. This God could have killed us in the garden. We need to never even a, a, a draw of breath in this life. He could have ended me, I think. And then just in doing so. This God loved enough. He created man with a free mind, with a free will. There's a lot today preaching against the free will of man. Like we're some kind of robots that's going to just, just going to, it's going to happen like it's going to happen. And nobody can do anything about it. But I'm telling you, you've got a free will. You've got a free mind to serve God. And you can serve Him or you can go against Him. But there's going to be consequences for going against Him. He's a powerful God. He's a God to be feared. A God to be respected. Don't lose sight of that angel. Don't lose sight of that Wesley. Don't lose sight of that Bobby. I don't care how far we go in this life. We better keep a fear in our life on him for God. He's the giver of life. He can take it. He better respect him for what he is. You want, to, you want me to tell you why a man creates his own God? If I create my own God, I create my own rules. If I create my own God, and it's just some old stump or some piece of gold, I ain't really got to be scared of that thing, do I? When Moses was up on the mountain with God, getting the commandments of God, while when he was gone, what did they do? They made him a tag. Rose up to play. He was having a big old time, wasn't he? While they had them a God with no restrictions. Running around naked and just doing whatever they wanted. Dancing, partying. What do we live in today? A world that's just got their own little dogs running around naked, just playing, partying. Having their best time they think ever. Living what they call their best life. There's no guidelines. There's no restrictions. But you want to know something? When God came down, the fear found him again. When God comes back, right now, we can comfort one another with the word of God. He's coming back, man. He's going to give His people. But when He shows up, it's not going to be comforting to the lost. 
It's not going to be a day of joy if you're not a born again child of God. It's not going to be a day of shouting for you. It's going to be a day of, 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 of an eternal damnation that's getting ready to go upon your life. This world, it ain't got nothing to look forward to in the coming of the Lord. That's why they want to say it's not going to happen. It's just an old tale. It's not an old tale. This was promised by a God that can't lie. We need not to forget that they ain't no God like them. But I want the Lord to know that He is a God of love. He made a way. He made a way. That no matter what the sin is in, in our lives, that He can save us and bring us up out of it. He gives a perfect sacrifice. He took, He bore our iniquities, our sins. He took upon our shame. Being a God like Him. That can love like He loves. But there ain't a God like Him that can bring down the wrath like He can bring down the evil. I'm thankful for the God of my salvation. I'm thankful for the hope I've got in my life. And I fear for our loss. More so than I have in a long time. God's been opening my eyes. He's been bringing me back to a place of remembrance. He's a deliverer again. It's always been Him. And there'll never be another. But if we get back and we get calling on his name and humble ourselves and seek his face, then we'll only have to be That's what it's going to take. Is it going to change every life? Probably not. But you know what? There'll be a few that we can get the encounter to do And it's worth it if there's one. But I want to see multitudes. My God's not living. He's delivered by few or many. They were well, just a few. Well, that don't stop my God. Get our minds back on who God is. There's none like Him. The Creator of all. He can do, what, do anything and everything. That's what the Lord did tonight. I appreciate you.